0: It's the Opposition Research Podcast on HawkeyeNation.com. Welcome to the Opposition Research Podcast here on HawkeyeNation.com. My name is Andrew Downs. Each week, I'll find a beat reporter, blogger, or broadcaster that covers Iowa's upcoming opponent. If you have a suggestion for who I should talk to in a given week, or if you have a question you'd like me to ask, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew C. Downs. Let's get to this week's game back on the road after a couple of home games. A big one this week at Wisconsin, a 3 o'clock kick in Madison, Iowa about a 10-point underdog. And my guest today covers Wisconsin for 247 Sports, Badger247.com to be precise. It's my buddy Nick and What's up, Nick? AD, great to be back on with you, my friend. Yeah, you're the first ever uh, two-time guest on the Opposition Research Podcast. Uh, For those of you who don't know, uh, Nick covered Iowa State up until just a few weeks ago and has now gone back home to cover Wisconsin. So uh, you heard him on the Opposition Research Podcast leading up to the Seahawks game, and now you get him again for uh, for my hate week, Nick. Everybody else's hate week is this Iowa State game. Uh, This is my hate week. Uh, This is a big, big week for me.
1: Badgers are one of your one of your bigger rivals then, huh, my friend?
0: They are. Yeah, absolutely. My family's from Wisconsin. I lived there for a couple of years, and as a Hawkeye fan, kind of fish out of water, uh, I developed a healthy hate for the Badgers.
1: It's a really good rivalry, you know, and, and I think that it's getting kind of a lot of excitement, even though it's still relatively early, you know, midpoint in, in kind of the conference season, because as we know, it could really decide the Big Ten West already.
0: Yeah, you know, that it's funny because I was going to ask you that a little later on, but let's go right there. Does this feel like that de facto Big Ten West championship game? Obviously, Ohio State still to come on, on Wisconsin's schedule. Uh, a loss there would match Iowa's loss to Penn State. Outside of that, there's not a whole lot of uh, of, of real scary games for either of these teams on the schedule. I mean, does it feel like the winner of this? I mean, certainly has the leg up to get to Indianapolis in December.
1: I really do think so, Ad. You know, it's almost unbelievable, uh, just kind of how how much some of the future opponents are struggling a little bit uh, within the Big Ten West. I mean, I think of Minnesota. I think of a team like Illinois that had so much buzz last season. I feel like obviously they lost some some really impressive players to the NFL, but you know, it really does feel like that. And even though the Badgers suffered a loss early in the season, obviously. Iowa had a really tough one against Penn State and dealing with some injuries. Still, both teams are, you know, sitting at really impressive records, four and one, five and one. And I I think it is going to be a decider. You know, unfortunately, it looks like weather might be a bit of an issue here in in the Madison area. Nothing too crazy, just, you know, maybe hurting the total points and things like that. But I'm comfortable enough to say, AD, as long as both teams uh, really kind of stay healthy the rest of the way, this could be the decider.
0: It's really interesting, man. Before we get into the specifics of of this week's game, how are things progressing under Luke Fickle and that that new staff there in Madison?
1: Yeah, I would honestly say quite well. Uh, I think after maybe the Washington State loss and then a bit of a slow start against, I believe it was Georgia Southern, my my first game on the beat. You know, I think fans, at least on my new board, were just kind of getting maybe a little impatient. Restless would be too far, but... You know, just things like that. I mean, obviously there was a lot of excitement around this hire, but I think the way that Fickle really treats things as like an important process and how much this clearly means to him, plus the fact that Tanner Mordecai, a quarterback, has shown he can be a dual threat. The defense is really, really coming along. I would say it's it's been relatively smooth and very exciting. I think that if you told people, Mid to late October, the Badgers would just be sitting with one loss, set to host a one-loss Iowa team. I think most people would be pretty happy. And and as we've seen, the Pac-12 is phenomenal this year. So I don't think that Washington State loss uh, should be looked at too heavily either.
0: We all know that uh, running back Braylon Allen is a stud, but he's not alone there in the backfield this year. And I think 15 rushing touchdowns already for the Badgers. H- how effective has the run game been? And is it different this year than it has been in years past?
1: Yeah, I would say it's been really, really effective. I think everybody is familiar with Braylon Allen. Uh, another stud running back, Ches Malusi, unfortunately went down with injury earlier this season. But, you know, they're showing their running back depth last week against Rutgers. They actually moved the ball really well. The Badgers should have had more points to kind of reflect that. Jackson Aker, actually kind of a local kid, I believe his third year in the program, uh, he looked to be really good. And, again, Mordecai is a legitimate threat with his legs. He's up to at least four rushing touchdowns on the year. And even though his passing stats won't pop off the page like that, that, that entire backfield, including the quarterback has really been quite impressive and certainly reliable for this Wisconsin
0: offense. You talk about Tanner Mordecai being kind of a dual threat. How has that passing offense been for the Badgers so far?
1: I think that's the one area, you know, I mentioned that the defense is really coming along. I think kind of there was so much excitement around the air raid, and I think that the execution is still kind of coming along. I mean, again, it it can't be too bad. They're and one And they've looked very comfortable at times. But I think maybe at at times giving Mordecai a little bit more time to pass or wideouts creating a little more separation, I think there is certainly room to grow. And from speaking with Tanner Mordecai after last week's game, I think it's fair to say a lot of the offense would agree with that in a positive way. Uh, But all that to say, you know, they've certainly been doing enough. And I think they've shown really since the, the second or third week of the year what they can look like when they're humming along. I think they look phenomenal at Purdue. That was a game where wideouts got a lot of separation. I think it's going to be fairly tough against a good Iowa secondary. Obviously, they've got a couple stars back there. But overall, I would say it's been pretty good uh, with room to grow. Andy.
0: You've, uh, you've already mentioned the defense here a couple of times, Nick, and, and obviously that's a, a stingy defense always has been for the Badgers, giving up about 15 points a game over the past three weeks. What players or position groups have have stood out the most so far this season?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll mention a couple players. I think most people that really follow Big Ten football uh, potentially knew about safety Hunter Wohler. Just another impressive, uh, hard-hitting physical, but also kind of a ball hawk in the, in the DB room for the Badgers. I think he's been as advertised. James Thompson Jr. has been pretty good along the defensive line. And then recently, who had maybe the best play of the season so far for Wisconsin, is cornerback Ricardo Hallman. Rico Hallman, uh, as many of the, the coaches and players call him, had a pick six last game against Rutgers, taking that 95 yards to the house. I think he's got four interceptions on the year. He's also been a ball hawk, and I think I'm sure many people would agree this is an opportunity for the Badgers to potentially create more turnovers against a quarterback that's just been kind of thrown into the fire and hasn't necessarily uh, impressed, at least in terms of, taking care of the ball at all
0: times. Yeah, talking about that that quarterback, Iowa brings Deacon Hill back to Madison as the starting quarterback. I, I know he was in the program there, uh, but he never really saw the field, wasn't really a factor. So has there been any talk this week about the return of a former Badger under center for the Hawkeyes?
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, amongst really the fans and media here and there, it's been brought up a little bit. But just the way kind of the staff operates, in addition to them being a new staff, And, you know, things kind of humming along, I would say, offensively for Wisconsin. It's been it's been a note. It's certainly been an interesting one, just kind of being around uh, things the last couple of weeks. But I wouldn't say it's been a major focus or talking point. I personally think on the media side of things, it's an interesting little storyline. And I think that's obviously going to go into Saturday. I know that's some of what I've been writing about, but just because, like you said, it's not like. You know, he was Graham Mertz, a multi-year starter here, or anything like that. I, I think it just is kind of more of a footnote in the lead up to what is expected to be a good a defensive battle to help decide the the conference potential champion representing the West uh, in Indianapolis in a month and a half.
0: Well, I was going to try to play the type of football they've played forever. and And over the past decade or so, Wisconsin has been able to beat Iowa at its own game. Do you expect a similar style of, you know, low scoring ball control game this week?
1: I do. I I think that, you know, it, it just seems whether it's Iowa and Iowa State, Iowa and Wisconsin, like the Hawkeyes are generally just able to kind of try to get their opponent to play that different game, like you mentioned, but it doesn't always result in wins. I think that I'd be a little more confident Uh, that the Badgers would kind of try to play that type of way back if they were fully healthy in the backfield. I I think with some of their great wide-receiving options and the fact that they want to play fast at times, they could mix it up, you know, maybe a little more than other opponents have done against Iowa this year. But I just think with the way both teams are physical, how the weather's expected to be, and just kind of how familiar these teams are with each other, I think it will be kind of that grind-it-out type game and I, I do foresee it being a good, close, competitive game for much of it. But I think the home team ends up taking this one in Madison.
0: He is Nick Oson. You can check out his work at badger247.com. Give him a follow on Twitter, at the real Nick, thank you, as always, for the time, man. I appreciate it. Enjoy the game on Saturday, and uh, we'll talk soon.
1: Looking forward to it, my friend. Thanks for having me.
0: So there it is, a daunting task for Iowa in Madison. Uh, Can they score enough points with this offense? Can their defense hold enough? Uh, How different do things look under Luke Fickle? Uh, It's going to be just interesting. The weather will probably play a factor. Expect the same kind of game. I I think hope hope for the same kind of game you saw against Purdue and Michigan State, and we'll likely see over and over and over uh, the rest of this season. Because that's the kind of game that Iowa can win. If it's not that kind of a game, if it becomes a shootout, I don't like Iowa's chances. Obviously, uh, you hope Deacon Hill gets a little extra pep in his step going back to Madison, playing his old team, uh, maybe settles in a little bit and, and has a better game. Finds some wide receivers, um, but you know you don't expect an offensive explosion from Iowa outside of potentially Caleb Johnson and, and this defense or the, the running game. Uh, so you hope the defense and special teams are great, and you you get the break, you make the play. And you come out with a win. Thank you so much for uh, for listening. Check out uh, HawkeyeNation.com uh, for all the coverage on this game, uh, on uh, the media days last week, earlier this week, Big Ten basketball media days, basketball season just around the corner, the crossover at Kinnick Sunday afternoon. Uh, so a lot going on in Hawkeye Nation. You can cover it all find it all learn about it all at hawkeye i'll be back thursday with the hawkeye nation radio show with joe Schmelka, where we will uh further preview this game against wisconsin thank you so much for listening and go hawks